I'm James Waller. I'm Marissa Hoskins. And this is the Teaching It Real podcast. And this week, uh, the topic on Teaching It Real is the work-life balance, the ever-elusive work-life balance in the uh, field of education. Yeah, I think educators will all agree that work-life balance is definitely elusive. Um, and a lot, of, a lot of times I feel like there's this expectation on teachers to be constantly working, constantly thinking about their students and always putting almost a self-imposed pressure on themselves to be consistently working on improving their practice. Yeah, I like how you added self-imposed, because if we're really teaching it real here, I think that a lot of the uh, pressure and a lot of the expectation, uh, we do it to ourselves. I don't think, you know, a lot of administrators are expecting us to stay here till 8 or 9 p.m. every every weeknight, come in on our Saturdays and Sundays. Um, You know, I think a lot of this comes from the nature of our profession and the fact that we feel like we owe it to our kids or somehow we'll be better teachers or they'll get more out of it if we push ourselves to stay late and do more. Absolutely. I think you see this a lot with parents as well, right? I think, you know, it's a very similar similar endeavor and that parents also put a lot of pressure on themselves to be constantly there for their kids and put their kids first. And what is this doing um, for teachers and parents when they're they are putting their their students or their children first rather than themselves? Well, well, here's the conundrum here, Hoskins. I am both a parent and Mm -hmm. a teacher. And uh, because of that, I have to force myself to find a balance. I mean, you're, you're absolutely right that the pressure is the same, that, you know, you're, you're thinking about the youth, you're thinking about the future, and whether it's your students that teachers really genuinely deeply care about, or it's your own children, um, I mean, you, it's, it's kind of this, uh, this idea that you're never doing enough, you're never doing enough for them. And, and having kids has, has forced me into that position where I've had to reevaluate how I spend my time and how I divide it up between work and home and how I save my energy. Yeah, and I think too with just the influx of technology and the influx of new um, teaching methodologies, there's also always constantly, you know, going back to education, there's constantly more put on an educator's plate as well. So by the time you've maybe caught up and mastered one techniques, it seems like there's five more. And I think that's really overwhelming for educators as well. And that, you know, that doubled with the really feeling passionate about their students and their job leads to this real internal struggle about when to shut down and when to do things for themselves. Yeah, and you're not even mentioning your dogs yet. Oh yeah, I know. I can't believe it's only it's already episode three, and I haven't mentioned the dogs. Yeah, so I'm a fur baby parent, but even that, I've been noticing that uh, that's taken up a lot more of my time in terms of responsibility. But uh, yeah, definitely, it's hard to find a balance as um, as an educator, and I think that's something we really need to have a conversation about. And I think you and I are both good at kind of you know we we take our job seriously, but we do jealously guard our free time because we see how important it is. And I would say in terms of our our colleagues, you know, there is a positive correlation between those that make time for themselves and just happy overall happiness and seeming happiness, right? Yeah, well, I, I don't think you can, uh, you know, under uh, underscore how important it is to have uh, a teacher that's uh, filled with positivity in the classroom. Somebody that's well-rested, that's ready to come in, that's ready to work with kids, that's ready to give their all throughout the day. Um, I mean, in order for a teacher, in order for anybody and any professional, uh, for, for them to do their job effectively, you need to make sure that you're taking care of your mental health as well. And it, when it's overlooked, 
And when you're you're pushing yourself too hard and that's not there, you're, you know, your happiness isn't there, your enjoyment of your job isn't there, and you're building resentment, you're building frustration, you're overworked, you're overtired, nobody's going to benefit from that. No, absolutely. And, um, and also too, well, I, I personally feel our primary job as educators is educating our students for the future. And I mean, it doesn't matter to me, quite frankly. Well, I shouldn't say that, I guess, go on record saying this, but it doesn't matter to me if they don't remember every technology concept that they've learned in their classes. Go on record and say it. I guess I'm going on record and saying it. Go on record and say it. But what matters to me is that I've helped them build the life skills that they need to be successful. And a big part of that to me is modeling balance and the need for taking care of your physical and mental health. And I feel that's a responsibility of us as teachers to model to model balance to our students. And as you said, I think that, you know, it does, um, you know, how can you be fully on, if you're not taking care of yourself, how can you be truly there for others? That's right. I'm glad you went on record and said that because <laughs> it's, again, it's not all about the kids. Some of it has to be about the dogs. And since we're looking for that work-life balance, we're looking to keep ourselves healthy, happy, model, uh, you know, uh, a well-balanced, well-rounded life for our students. Um, we want to hear from you. What are some of the ways that you have pushed yourself or found really work well for achieving a work-life balance? If you have stories, if you have feedback, if you have things that you can share with us, that would be wonderful. That would help us out a lot. Uh, you can hit me up on Twitter at MrWaller15. And I'm at Miss Hoskins Tech, and we'll link our contact details below. But before we go, um, what strategies would you have as takeaways for teachers that are striving to have a little more work-life balance? Uh, the first thing for me is you should set a finite time that you need to leave the office every day. So for me, um, you know, students get out at 3 o'clock. Uh, I try to make sure that I'm out of the school by 4.45 every day so that I can get home by 5 or 5.30 and I can help with dinner, I can help supervise if my wife's cooking, I can help out around the house a little bit more, and I'm, I'm a bigger, more contributing member of my family if I leave at 4.45 sharp every day. And all it takes is, you know, setting a reminder on your Google Calendar, setting an alarm on your iPhone or your Android, whatever you use, and uh, just getting in the habit of pushing yourself, make it one of your jobs, put it on your checklist to get a time that you are leaving work that other people can count on you and that you have for yourself. What about you? Well, I would say something a little bit different. Mine is I feel maximizing the hours that you're spending as opposed to, because I, I, I find, you know, you can be working longer and be less productive than working in a shorter amount of time. And also knowing what schedule works best for you. For example, for me, I'm definitely way more efficient in the morning, whereas by late afternoon, my brain shuts down. So for me, I'd rather come into the office early and trying to prioritize tasks. So what are the most mentally challenging tasks? I try to tackle those first and then break down and leave my less challenging things like responding to emails and whatnot till the afternoon. So I think knowing your schedule and time blocking your day. So setting um, priorities for your tasks and picking times of the day when you're going to do it. And that way you're actually maximizing the time that you are spending in work as opposed to having to spend X amount of hours outside of your actual working time. Right on. Well, I think yours is a great explanation, so I'm going to steal it. My explanation is now that. <laughs> uh, so, as always, uh, we want to hear your stories. Again, hit me up. It is at MrWaller15 on Twitter. And I'm at Miss Hoskins Tech. So, again, uh, please comment, subscribe. Uh, subscribe. Um, yeah, we'd really love to hear your thoughts and feedback on this issue because it is a big issue. 
That's right. And the podcast is new. So if you're enjoying Teaching It Real, if you want to be a part of Teaching It Real, give us a five-star rating, give us a review, uh, and reach out to us. You can get me on my blog also at The Great Wall of Education. And I'm at Cultivating Curious Minds. But again, we'll link this down below. All linked down below. And as always, until next time, keep teaching it real.